Today is Tuesday, February 20th. Cashman just made a move. Brendan Drury is a Yankee. Some prospects are out. This is big. This is exciting. It's not that big in the grand scheme of things. Whatever. Let's cue the music and then we'll talk about it. Talking Yanks. Go, 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 go. I have an interesting fellow coming on after the break. His name is Jimmy James, John Boy, whatever. Well, this guy went from like 300 followers to like 2,300 followers. That was hectic. I think you called him Brendan. Yes. So here's my first point, Jake. I don't like this whole Brandon, Brendan situation because I have, because two of my best friends, both their brothers, one's name is Brandon and the other's name is Brendan. I know a lot of both of them and I've never been able to figure it out. So which is he? Brandon. With an A? With an A. All right. Thanks for tuning in to Talking Yanks. We're talking about Brendan Drury. We traded. Nope, so wrong. <laughs> I, was on, so wrong. That was on purpose. That was a joke. That's funny. It's great A humor. You know, you just learn something then say it wrong right away. No, it's got me going. His nickname's B Drew. That sounds like an old lady's name. Well, depends how you say it. Like B Drew. Hi, I'm B Drew. <laughs> what can I no, do he's for like, you today? You already I, you posted something on Twitter, but I think he's got like a white guy. I don't know, street side to him, like, be Drew. Yeah, I I didn't think he was – I posted that he definitely enjoys a good freestyle rap session when he's drunk. He yes. just looks like – he looks like he loved Eminem growing up and wanted to be him. He keeps it tight. I don't know how to say that nicely. But you guys know what I'm saying. I like Eminem. Yeah, but he he's not like you. Not at all. Okay. Go on. <laughs> he likes putting the blunt in the side of his fitted hat. <laughs> he he did. Oh, he now did. he's a Yankee. Now he's a Yankee, but that's the kind of guy he was when he was in college. Um, okay, well, anyway, if you haven't heard, the Yankees made a trade, a three-team trade. Love a three-team trade. For Yankees get Brendan Drury. They send Nick Solak, who was a top prospect. We'll get into him. And some other prospect, Weedman. I don't even know. Do you have his name? I don't really know that guy. It's Weidman. Yeah. Weidman. I think he was he was a bigger prospect than Solak, I think. No. Solak was in our top 100 or top, like, group of prospects recently. Go on. They go – our prospects go to Tampa because they're tanking and wanting prospects. Tampa sends their outfielder, Souza, who can hit a ton of home runs, to Arizona because they just lost J.D. Martinez to the Red Sox. And then the Diamondbacks send Brandon – Brandon Drury to the Yankees. It actually fills all the needs perfectly for every team. And it helps the Yankees out a lot because it gets Souza out of the AL East and gives them a guy they need. Now, don't mistake my energy level and my excitement level for the like depth, like for the level of this trade. We didn't just trade for a game changing guy you know what i mean like i don't want people to act like oh you're acting like he's a god like i know what brendan drury is it's just we the yankees needed that it makes a lot of sense yeah your delivery threw me off there a little bit because like you you went from excited to not wanting to be excited so i thought i'm excited that a move was made and i think the move is perfect but that doesn't mean i think he's our savior or anything like that because that's what they're gonna try and say can we first mention the only thing that really sucks about this Either Wade or Torres got screwed. No. 
I'm, I'm talking on like just a scope thing. Oh, Jabari Blash is gone. Like Blash is dapping dudes up at camp. Wade came into camp all jacked up. I'm I'm gonna be super util and win the job. Blash is like I hope Blash got to talk to Stanton and Judge. Just said hi, dude. Jabari Blash. We picked him up in the Headley trade from the Padres. If you forget, he tweeted out like, "Am I gonna be a Yankee? Is this real life?" Today, no one remembered Blash's name. Like, the casual fan did not remember his name at all. Maybe because it's Jabari Blash, but you get what I'm saying. Today, yeah. Boone List saw the first base depth, and he threw Blash on there. Yeah. And people were like, oh, I remember that guy. Blash probably saw that in a tweet or just like rumor mill at Tampa Stadium. Like, hey, Blash, did you hear your fifth on the depth chart for first base? Blash was like, okay, things are looking up. Five hours later, he gets- I, I hope they bring him back and he's just off the 40, man, because that's tough. I obviously don't have real expectations for him, but he's one of the few <laughs> monster humans in the league. So I was <laughs> saying I was hoping he could learn from the guys. But this this is almost, I feel like, an extension of the delayed free agency and all that. Normally, this trade would be done before spring training. Yeah. So when they went around a room and said hi to Jabari Blash, they didn't have to two day later be like, oh, get to see you, dude. Bye, Jabari. Like, what if Blash was... What if Blash was like, yo, Stan, can I just pick your brain for like two hours tomorrow? That's a classic Stan movie. Was like, scene. yeah, dude. So if you're ever watching like a, a, yeah. a thriller, if they say, let's talk about it when I get home, that person isn't going to arrive home. That's what happened to Jabari Blash. He's like, dude, yeah. I cannot wait to pick your brain this season, this whole spring training, Aaron and, and Giancarlo. I'm going to be all up in your grill. I'm sorry about it. I'm sorry about it, but I'm going to be asking you a lot of questions. Yeah. Giancarlo and Judge ran to Cashman. You got to get this guy the fuck out of here. <laughs> that, that was the actual secret. Yeah. Freaked out by Blash. Cash, this Jabari dude will not stop asking us questions. Please get him to leave. <laughs> what, so what's what's next? I, I guess because we kind of work our way up. So wait, I, here's – I guess we, we do say bye to Solak and – uh, what's his name? Weidman. Weidman. Weidman's an afterthought for me. People that love prospects and really know the system are probably going to tell me, you know, I should have been more excited. Here's the thing with Solak, though. Solak's up, like, ceiling is what Brand- Brandon Drury is. Kind of. I. By the way, the – okay, yeah. I, Taylor Widener. I, I was saying that. Saying it weird. Whatever. So Yeah, if, you're kind of right there. You're kind of right there. So if Solak was to develop – become in the major leagues, his like best would probably be what Drury has proven he can do in the last two years. And we are in win now mode. So it makes sense to trade that guy for Drury who has proven he can do it for two years. Drury's offensive numbers. I like them. I mean, I saw them and were like, okay, cool. But a lot of people were telling me they weren't good, but I didn't, I don't really, his offensive numbers are decent. We'll we'll get there. so okay. Solak was I, he was listed as our eighth best prospect. Had really good high A and some double A numbers. And then Widener he wasn't as big as a prospect, but he jumped to actually 14th this year. But again, a high A guy. So to give two high A guys that aren't top five prospects or anything like that to get a major league player, you can't get mad at that. Nick Solak could become a very both could become solid major league players, and you still can't be mad about it. Yeah, because we traded them for – and, and also we have Drury for four more years at the cheapest we can possibly get him. So this is why Cashman, for so long he didn't have trade chips and prospects to work with and he had to go sign people because that's how the Yankees did business. 
And it's like, holy shit, <laughs> shouldn't have given Cashman some chips to work with because he is just running the table right now. We just traded away prospects. We just traded away minimum salary guys who are in our minor leagues for a minimum, and it's obviously very much different price, but we traded for a minimum salary guy for four years of control. Yeah, and high-end high Brandon Drury can become a quality starter for us, a, a good starting player. Almost his worst-case scenario is he's a, a bench utility guy, which... That's what I was... Okay. That's what I was going to say to you. Is there any way in four years from now we're like, God, that trade was so bad? I mean, if, if one of those guys turned into an all-star, which you never know with baseball, we'd, and Drury was just like a couple-year platoon guy, yeah, we'd say something like that, but... Even then, it's just like, oh, well, we still had Judge and Stan who hit 100 home runs. <laughs> so yeah. it's not the end of the day thing. But I think that kind of leads us into Drury now. Hey, good good luck, Widener and Solak. We, we never wish anyone ill on the show. I we like We've been doing the PPPs, the mini episodes, the player profile and projection. This episode will cover our PPP for... Brandon Drury. Let's just, we'll just talk all about him, what we want, and it won't make it a separate episode. It makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll, um, uh, I, I want to circle up with the stats. So let's, let's go back to the start. Brandon Drury, handsome, strong boy from Grants Pass, Oregon. You ever been up there? No, I've been to Eugene. Okay. Well, he's from Grants Pass. He was a decent 13th round pick. Uh, he got he just barely cracked the top 100 prospects before his 2016 season. He got a cup of coffee in 2015 at age 22, age 23, and age 24. The past two years, 2016 and 2017, he played 134 games and then 135 games. So he played a lot. Um, versatile guy. In 2016, he played left field, right field, uh, second and third, and first. Last year, he only played second and third. But I, I think if you were to, if you had to put positions next to his name, it would be second, third in the corner outfield position. And I read that he's built, like people are saying, he's built like a corner infielder guy. He's big. 6'2", 210 he's listed at. Yeah. yeah. He's a handsome, strong boy. But yeah, he, so I, I guess this is where you're going to get people talking. So his first full season, he's 23 years old. In 2016, 134 games, 16 homers, 53 RBIs, 282 batting average, 329 OBP. You say, okay, that's a, thir- a pretty solid rookie season. 31 doubles, I, uh, 130 hits in 134 games. I think anyone would be happy with that out of a rookie season. Yeah, at a rookie, if if that's where Glaber Torres finishes this year, I think everyone's pretty would be happy with that. That's what I was trying to tell people I on think- Twitter. I was like. He's like, Glaber's still better. It's like, sure, his ceiling is could be much higher, but if Glaber does, or take Glaber out, because I, I, Glaber's got a much more expectation. But Andujar or Wade, if Wade was to do what, like, this is going to ruin Wade's chance, and I like him more, or Torres or Andujar. Well, if Andujar, Wade, or Torres did what Drury has already proven he can do, we'd be happy. Yeah, and I, so, but I, we we didn't get to last year. So last year he plays basically the same amount of games and he just takes a tick down, which you, you don't obviously love to see from a young player. He, more doubles, more he, RBIs. Yeah, it, his doubles went up, his RBIs went up, home runs went down, batting average and OBP went down. 
yeah, again, walk slightly went down, strikeups slightly went up, barely. But it's not the progress you want to see, and that probably plays into why they're kind of looking around for him. Let let me give you some good and bad, because so the the first things that jumped in my head, well, first, and I think most importantly, was defensively. And that was one of the first things you asked me, second base, third base. I mean, last year he played 114 games at second base, so the majority of it. And, I mean, he's only played – he's played a career 41 games at third base, 136 at second. I'm going to lay this out there. I don't know. I don't know. They – I think the Yankees want to see more of what they have in Drury because he hasn't been special <coughs> at defense at second or third. In 2017, he had the fourth most errors <laughs> as a second baseman. Good. Get him out of the way. He had 10. So I think there's going to be a little bit of a feeling out period. He's he's definitely a major leaguer. The one, there was a split that I wanted to look up before the show. Well, I looked up his minor league stats. He had a couple years where, where he showed some pop and he played third base some full season. So I think he can play third and second. This is the one from last year that concerned me because his splits first righty and lefty are pretty similar. He hit 266 off righties, 271 off lefties, similar pop. Man, Arizona is a hitter's park, and this won't just be a jab at J.D. Martinez for what he did while he was in Arizona. But Drury's home and road splits last year were pretty bad. Drury at home was 302, 369 OBP, seven home runs, 37 RBIs. Away, same amount of games, he was 236 OBP. How do how does how does Yankee Stadium compare to Arizona as a home field advantage? I mean, I think it's different kind of hitter parks. Uh, Yankees notorious for the short porch and right field. Mm-hmm. Arizona, it's more of a weather thing, and and when they have the dome closed or not. Okay. So I don't know, and and some of those things can be mental. I I do want to see if let me check to see if his splits the year before were similar because that would be. Not necessarily a major red flag, but <laughs> something you got to look at. Yeah, man. At Wow. I, you half chuckled at my reporting the other day, and then I, I got too mad at you. But I was proud dude, of you. So, 2016, Drury at home, 12 homers, 35 RBIs, 322, 365 OBP. On the road, 241, 291 OBP, four homers. So those splits are pretty real. So that's definitely going to be something to watch out for. I, I know I, I said we usually like to keep it going up, so I didn't want to go to negative town too much there. Oh, I do I do have one positive note before I get into you cut, taking the ball and running with it a little bit. So they do, on baseball reference, they do similar players through age 24 and things like that. Yep. And it's it's kind of tough because obviously you're they're just comparing numbers, this, that, and the other. A couple of the names that pop up, are pretty good. Edwin Encarnacion, Anthony Rendon, Alex Gordon, similar batters, Luis Gonzalez, Alex Bregman. So there's some good, good names on there. And then and then there's other other names that wouldn't jump out. Mark Tian, Grady Hatton. So Grady he's, Hatton, he's huh? definitely he's <laughs> he's definitely at a pivot point where he's he's coming into his age twenty five season. It's gonna be his third full season as a major leaguer. And I'm interested to see that. I know that was a lot. That was a little bit of the background and all that. But even then, if that's all the downside to his game, his skills, it's still a good trade because we're getting him for nothing, basically. 
Yeah, yeah, and he's he's going to be a piece of this team. The other major loser, like you mentioned, is no, 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 Tyler no, no. Wade. Okay, stop it. We've got other okay. things to talk until you. we get there. Okay, get me there. Um, You just ruined my train of thought. Do you – well, whatever, I'll just change my thought. So they uh, – here's my thing. i got tons of people tweeting me right now, and I think it's because they love the prospects, that he's going to be a utility guy and he's not going to be a starter for the Yankees. And I know depth is a thing, but if – that's just like we have Torres. If we're going to ride with Andujar and Glaber, Torres is a really good utility guy. I know depth is a thing for injuries, but like you don't trade infielders – you don't make a trade for a guy to sit behind. Like, I don't think that's – that doesn't make sense to me. So, I, I know I've, I've been running and I scared you off a little bit. So, I'll, I'll try to feed some to you. O- opening day. Yeah. A, do you see Brandon Drury in the lineup? Yeah, I think they don't make a trade. Position. Um, Jack Curry threw out a funny thought process there. He, I think that depends on Andujar. Okay. But Jack Curry was like, you very well could see Drury open the season at third and Espinosa at second and Andujar and Glaber both save service time in the minors, which is kind of Yankees. The Yankees fans that follow me on Twitter would be so mad about that. They love the prospects and to bring in two roaming well, Drury's not roaming. He's up and coming. Oh, this is what I was going to say way back when. A lot of people on Twitter are comparing this like, ooh, this sounds a lot like the DD trade. Going yeah, guy I who, saw too much of that. Too much of that. But it's annoying because, like, there's no way that can happen again. But DD came out of nowhere, man. Like, no one thought DD was going to be who he is. So, hey, why not? I disagree there. DD was a big-time Didi was a big-time prospect. I mean, when when he came into the majors, Drury was a top 100 prospect. He just clipped the top 100 right before the year he came into the majors. I mean, Didi, there was someone who left the Yankees organization and went to work in the D-backs front office and compared Didi to Jeter. Um, he he just came in and he he initially didn't have the power bat that they thought he had. But and I don't know, people, if if you can find a shortstop, that's like. I don't want to say a quarterback in the NFL, but is there a chance Drury could progress and become a 20 home run infielder? Yes. If you want, if that's how you need to look at it. Sure. Okay. So I think that he's going to be the opening day lineup. I I don't think, I don't understand why the Yankees would make the move if they were like, yeah, but we, he's not going to be a starter for us to trade for a 20, a young guy on a minimum contract. Like, well, why wouldn't you just roll with Torres then? I think either Torres or Wade got fucked here because I could see Drury starting in the infield when service time is up, him and Duhar and uh, Glaber kind of rotate those three spots. Yeah. My, my initial thought was because Glaber, <laughs> We, we say it a lot. Glaber won't be on the roster opening day, right? We're believers in this. They're going to do the We're service. Time. Firm believers in that. Here's so the, the word that you used was guaranteed a spot. I don't think they're going to say that Drury is guaranteed a spot. I don't think they, I think they're, I, they're, they're going to say they like his major league experience. They like that. He's a young player, blah, blah, blah. Work on this, that, and the other. I, he's going to, I, 
all if he's healthy, he's going to start opening day, whether it's second or third. I don't know. If I'm the Yankees, what I'm guessing is going to come out of their camp more so is kind of pit the rookies against each other. Put Andujar and Glaber kind of side v side and say, hey, one one of you is going to get to be the rookie that's in the starting lineup. Yeah. So, I, I mean, that was my initial thought. And the other thing that's been getting me, man, is we, I, I've mentioned it before, but we, we talk about the prospects and kind of messing with their positions, which is a huge thing. Yeah, Ref Snyder. Like we, yeah, Ref Snyder. I mean, we just casually mention, you know, we'd go back and forth on different players, and it's like, oh, uh, Glaber will just play second. Oh, Glaber will play third. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I kind of want this kid to know where he's playing. <laughs> he's, he's a top prospect. I'd almost want them to come in and say, you two battle for the third base job. Whoever gets it, gets it. And then if both of them prove they can play, then you kind of have the three-man train going and you start using Drury's utility a little more. So, I mean, yeah, that's good. I mean, competition is always good. Do you think Jace Peterson is like, man, what the fuck? When I signed with you guys, it was like there was a chance I was going to make this squad. Now it's kind of bullshit. Jace is pissed. Espinosa's pissed. Yeah. <laughs> um, who's who's our boy that got DFA'd today? He's pissed. Jabari. Jabari, Blash. Jabari Blash is isn't pissed. He's just he, in a world. He's not pissed. He's he, in a whirlwind. He's like, whoa, that was nuts. I love being a Yankee. Yeah, <laughs> that was fun. That was fun. Two days. Of, that again. Two days of spring, but I mean, I wouldn't trade it. They're great. Great. Always a Yankee. But <laughs> I think I think and what it also plays into the so the low ca- low side worst case of Drury of him being a float around guy for us, second, third corner infield is, Hey, if the rookies are studs, great. We, we got someone to kind of back you up. If one of them doesn't fully have it figured out, whether it's offensively or defensively, we have a major league player that can play day in and day out if we need it. Yeah. Do you think this is going to lead to another trade? People are saying, I think this is going to lead to a package for a pitcher now, like Archer or, I'm going to say I still think a pitcher is going to be brought in. I don't know if it's via trade or what it is, but the Rays are selling, so everyone's like Archer, Archer. I mean, the other situation that because we've kind of skipped over it, but Tyler Wade used to be a pretty big prospect. I mean, Yankee Nation was just getting hyped for Wade, which is the part that has me sad. He worked out with Pujols. It came out today. I, I know. I put that- everyone's. Everyone's talking about pools. Yeah, put ah. that down to talk on our topics when we were doing the next episode. Wade came out and said he worked on pools, and pools changed his approach on an inside pitch. Wade said it was night and day difference. Those are the storylines in baseball that I love. I love that Wade threw that out there. Yeah, I worked with pools, changed my inside pitch. Because in spring training, the first inside fastball that he hits, all of Twitter, all of Yankee fans, Michael K on the broadcast – Pujols was working on that inside. We could yeah. see a much different hitter here. <laughs> it's like, just and that's, we were seeing all the sneaky tweets about, oh, I, watch out for Wade. He might, he could really crush his second base job. Blah blah blah. So that that's just killer. And I mean, what we talked, <laughs> we talked about Clint Frazier wanting to be the center fielder and how <laughs> you know we want you to go out, try your hardest, do your best, but be realistic about it. If you're Tyler Wade, what's What's your realistic side right now? Because uh, right now it looks like you're going to be the starting AAA shortstop. You're maybe like Torres uh, stumbles into an alligator pit and then 
you have his spot? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it, it's one of those – in baseball, it seems like timing is kind of a big thing with a lot of prospects, and it almost seems like Wade's – Wade is going to be more valuable to another team than he's going to be to us at this point. Mm, I like Wade. It's going to be very interesting to see how the infield plays out. It's just It's a fun storyline now. Oh, and I've got a fun thing on the Pujols swing. Yeah. Albert Albert Pujols ended my baseball career. Oh, do tell. I copied his stance because one day I was in the living room like, you know, Albert Pujols is the best hitter in the game. He's got kind of a unique stance. I'm going to copy his stance. So I brought the elbows up a little more. I used to top everything. I just I just rolled over it because I was too high Yeah. instead of bending my knees. So that's why I'm not in the league. That- so just be careful, Tyler Wade. I mean, did you ever write Pujols a letter? Like, hey, hey, man, I copied your stance. It was dog shit. I might tweet at him. I don't know. Yeah, all right. Let him know. I think it's made for a much bigger man than me. Saw you helped Wade with his swing, Albert. Didn't help me when I was 14, <laughs> jerk. Jerk. Could've but yeah, we'll work on that. Said, okay, are you a lefty with the same build as me? No, no, no. I'm a five, five, five righty. Okay. A lot of numbers are getting thrown out. No, you're five you're five six now, but back in high school you were five five when you were practicing the five, swing. Five seven now. You're not probably, five probably, seven. Probably five two when I was practicing the swing. Five seven. No, I'm five seven. Battle of short people right here. You're five seven and a half, I'm five six and a half. Okay, cool. Round up. Yeah, we'll take I'm five eight. Boom. I'm so tall. This is when everyone in the podcast like, shut up, guys. Just shut up. <laughs> and cut. <laughs> All right. So if we're doing the PPP for Drury, what are you expecting this year? Drury. Well, you know, it's so like I said, I I went to negative town a little more, a little quicker than I expected with those home road splits. But but negative town isn't even it doesn't mean it's a bad trade. I just want to put that out for people like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I'm I'm, I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying that this is a big year for him. And the home road splits are kind of against him. But third year in the majors. It it kind of turns into that <laughs> you're you're figuring out pitching and what you need to do, or pitchers are figuring you out a little more. So, I mean, this guy's gonna get games. He he's got position flexibility, especially at basically our two most open positions. I don't know. You just want to see a, another thing that I blindly believe in is that if you come to a New York team, Yankees, Knicks, Rangers, whatever it is. Your pl- <laughs> this is gonna sound dumb at first, but your play either goes up or your play goes goes down. You don't really stay the same. Wow, wow, Jake. No, I think that's good. Shit. I think the stay the same part because I think a lot of places you'd expect that, but a lot of people feed off of New York, like Michael Beasley for the Knicks. You mostly see it in like reserve role players. Like this is kind of a perfect example that Louis, someone like Louis So, someone that they pick up their play in the Bronx. They feed off the energy. Michael Beasley for the Knicks right now. You just you just see people feed off that energy. So it'll be I, I think we're gonna find out I think <laughs> I think we're gonna find out pretty quickly whether Drury's gonna embed himself in this team or become much of a, a much more of a role player. Okay. I agree. I mean I don't I don't even I don't even know what my projections are. I think he's gonna I think he's gonna start a lot of games. I think the Yankees traded for him to be a starter. I don't think they're gonna hand him the job. I think he can lose it very easily. But I think the Yankees, in their minds, want him to take over a position in the infield. So we think we think Wade is a big loser, right? Or Torres. Do we think Torres could be the big loser in this? Whoever, what I, I mean, if they were trying to trade, if it's go back to the minors, Wade, obviously. If it's 
try to trade for pieces, some teams may look at Torres and be like, well, we'll take that dude. Do you think... Is there a way that Drury... Do you think that Drury, Wade, and Torres can all be on the roster? Can Drury, Wade, and Torres all be on the 25-man roster? Not without injuries. Yeah, so no. Bad bad injuries. (laughs) One of them has to be injured for the other. Like, that. they're all three of the same thing. Yeah. And you don't yeah. and you don't trade for Drury to put him in the minors or trade him again. So Torres or Wade just got fucked. Wade's the biggest loser because he's almost exactly what Drury's is, except trade, shortstop, playing shortstop for right field, basically, or left field. The speed on the base paths helps Wade, yeah. maybe. I mean Torres is Torres is the ideal second, third shortstop utility infielder. Yeah. I was I was gonna say Wade is definitely a loser in this. I mean, those are tough words. A loser in this trade, yeah. Oh, in a this trade. In this I thought you were just calling yes. him a loser. Uh, no, not in real life. What I was coming around on Wade too. I was excited. Yeah, I know. I was getting excited for Wade. Wade Torres partially a loser. We don't know how much it's going to affect him yet. You mean in this trade or in all of his life? <laughs> okay, come on, man. Not not going to keep doing that. Do you? I, this is what I'm getting to. Do you think at the end of the year, end of five years, and end of the month, we look back and we say that Anduhar or Glaber was really affected by this trade? Yeah, one of them. Okay. I think so. I think I think that's what you're seeing from the the Twitter nation and the prospect huggers because those guys came into camp. Glaber, <laughs> Glaber in the back of his head knows he's not getting called up to start the year. But those guys were looking at each other, saying, "Hey, we're the young guys that are going to be second and third. Let's do this." And now they might be pitted against each other. Also, yeah, yeah, which is I agree with that, obviously. But it's crazy that I, I for weeks, I, for since the Headley. Starlin move like there's no way we roll with the rookies. There's no way Cash rolls with the rookies and no safety net. And they signed Espinosa and people were like there's your safety net. It's like mm, not really. They didn't get Todd. It's like holy shit, are we? And we camp starts and I was about at the point where I was like I think he's gonna do it. I think I think Cash is gonna roll with these rookies. This is a little nuts, but I had bought in because that's what I do. That's the type of fan I am. Like this is the situation that the Yankees are doing. Okay, I buy in. I love it. Let's do it. That's. I'm optimist, but now that we have, now that he did make this trade, it's almost like I want to slap myself in the face. Be like, why did you start buying in? That was crazy. I'm still, I still think Andujar and Glaber can be huge parts of this season, and Drury maybe rotates with them as a utility guy. I, I'm not saying that's crazy, but to go with just those two and know like a guy that's been doing it, a safety net, proven he can hit MLB pitching at a decent rate. It's crazy that I I was about ready to be like, yeah, just those two rookies. We'll just throw them in the infield. Can I see? I I want you to have fun with this. How do you think these trade talks went down? Like if you had to if you had to do a play by play, Yanks asked for Drury to start or D Ray. I know how it went down. Diamondback. I know I know how it went down. Yeah, I know how it went down. Okay. Cashman pulled up his phone. He was like, "Hey, Diamondbacks." You guys didn't get JD, huh? That's a big hit. You used to have a lot of home runs in your outfield. You could probably use some home runs. You want me to look around for you? And they were like, okay, yeah, Cash, thanks. And then Cash went to the Rays and was like, you guys are selling everyone. Did you just DFA, DFA Dickerson for no reason? You could have just thrown him in this trade. <laughs> for no reason? 
Like you could have traded him to the Diamondbacks. They're looking for home run hitting outfielders. Well, well you got Souza still. You're going to get rid of him. I mean, you guys are obviously losing. Why don't you just trade Souza to the Diamondbacks? And the, and the Rays are like, Cash, what's in this for you? Like, why are we uh, the Diamondbacks going to trade? Like, oh no, 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 no! I'm going to give you some rookies. You're going to give Souza to the Diamondbacks, and they're going to give me Drury. And then the Diamondbacks and the Rays started a side chat. They were like, "Is he toying with us? Is he like pulling our strings?" And the they were like, "I think so, but I also think he's right. This is smart for both of us." Like, yeah, but it really helps Cashman out. And the Rays were like, "It's okay. We're not trying to beat them this year anyway." So you think you think Cashman is a full puppeteer? Hold your head up. I'm a Yankees fan, of course. I think Cashman's full puppeteer. Okay. And so secondly, you think he's so respected in the league that these like if Cashman comes with you with like advice, they're kind of like, okay, like I know he's getting some out of this, yeah. but it'll be good for me. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yes. Cashman, it's like, yeah, Cashman was like, this makes sense for you guys. I'm just helping you guys out. I give you the rookies, you get to the fielder, I get the infielder, it's good. See, my mine's the other way. Mine's Cashman was being see, I've got tough guy Cashman in my head. Like he's there's no there's no bend, there's no break. Like he he went to them, he's like, Hey, we're interested in Drury. We'll give you this Solak kit. We've been telling you for four months we need more. And so then or no, he said, I'll give you Solak and Widener. That's that's it. And they're like, we like Solak, we're not in love with Widener. We just can't do that trade. Four months. Every every week. He calls at the same time every week, offers the same trade. Just finished my cop salad. Still interested yeah. in uh, Solak and Widener. Widener, Widener. <laughs> no, Brian, we, they, they tiptoe. They don't want to disrespect him. Like, no, Brian, like we really respect you and all that, but we, we're just not into Widener right now. Hangs up. So then <laughs> the, the Diamondbacks are like, all right, we're, we're interested is there someone we could loop into this? And Cashman already had Tampa on the line. Yeah. They were already on. And they said, Hey, you know, we've, we've got a really good defensive outfielder that hits 30 home runs. And we don't, we don't want those kind of guys on our team anymore. We are trying to lose. And you'll give us Widener. (laughs) It's good. That's, that's a little talking trades. Either way, Cashman's the best in our opinion. Thankfully, all of our fans are only Yankee fans and not, Fans of other teams because they'd probably be really annoyed with us. <laughs> we got raised fans right now. That's tough. I've got some for you. Okay, I got one thing for a you, per- and then a we'll percentage, end a percentage question. Oh, I love them. Big numbers guy. What are the odds or percent? No, we're, we're doing chances. Percentage, percentage yeah. What are the percent chances that the Yankees were to bring in another infield player? And just go double birds to the prospects. Zero. Zero percent. I think this rules out Mustakis. This rules out Neil Walker. Because we were going to have to spend money on those guys. That's what having chips is so good. We didn't have to spend money on those guys. We are paying Drury 500 grand a year. And we got rid of prospects who were never going to see our system. You don't think there's a 1% chance that Cashman just flops it on the table and says, all right, Mustakis, we're ready for you. I don't think so. <laughs> I'll give it the one percent, okay. but yeah, okay. I'm, I'm with you. What do you got for me? Okay, did you see the batting practice the other day? There was a session with Judge, Stanton, Gary, and Ellsbury, and right away from this, the Judge and Stanton love is gonna piss me off. 
Yes. It's too much. Their batting practice shouldn't have the entire ESPN crew there to watch their first batting yeah. practice when they're not even trying to hit home runs. They're just peppering, like, grounders to left, grounders to right. They're they're trying to swing a bat without getting hurt. Yeah. Is literally their goal. Yes. So that's one takeaway from what— Except for young Jacoby. Yes, we'll get to that. But, but that's my first takeaway. <laughs> Second is— the, the nonsense leaving Gary out, like they were even doing totals. Who hit more, Judge or Stan? I understand leaving Ellsbury out, for sure, fine, even though he hit the most. But don't leave Gary out. It's really going to piss me off. I love Stan. I love Judge. I love that they're all team. But if it's going gonna, it's gonna to be the Judge and Stan show, and that's going to bother me. Yes and no. Because you know what it's going to turn into, which is going to be good but also annoying, is it's going to be everyone's finish sentence like little jab at the end it'll be like oh you see judge and saying wow they did that oh 500 foot home runs and you know that gary sanchez is actually probably the best hitter on the team people are going to ignore it but gary's still going to play well that it's going to become the and it was basically the boon quote today they're like yeah gary gets overlooked we we know he's a special player this that and the other mm-hmm. going to be the the sentence picture that yeah, you know, did you see Judge the other day? You see that home run? I stand it. This also takes place in the twenties. Okay, yeah. And then, I'm with you. <laughs> and then, and then they're gonna end it with, you know, that Gary Sanchez is real underrated too. He's a great ball player. He might be the best catcher in the game. But it's going to come at the end of all those statements. Yeah. Which you know what? You know what I think is fine. Not just annoying. for Gary. It's just gonna be annoying. Oh, okay. Well, let me finish my Ellsbury point. Why? Why I brought that up. No, I'm going to say the other thing first. Speaking of annoying things, immediately Twitter went crazy about, uh, well, no, now we got Judge and Drury, which, yes, that pun works per- oh, That no. pun works perfectly. It makes sense. There's a reason you and I didn't say it on this thing. Like, naturally, we just didn't say it. I, I might, it might be my um, lit- litmus test of muting accounts on Twitter. Like, if you just keep throwing Judge and Drury thinking it's funny or unique or clever, I'm out. The only time it's acceptable is if they both go deep in the same game. Yeah, or, I don't know, if, if one of their home runs brings the other one home, yep. yeah, have some fun with it. Yep. But, yeah. Let's, I, let's do our best as a I, fan base to reserve the Judge and Drury for only moments when it really needs it because it's going to grind me down. Yeah. So we, lame. We've we've become I don't know if the term is old man to it or just burnt out, but I literally saw it twice on Twitter and went, Oh no. Yeah, that's what I did. I was like, this is gonna get so annoying. That's tough. Okay, the reason I brought up batting practice in the first place. Everyone's sure. hungry for home runs. Judge and Stan are up there. The crowd is cheering for fly balls to the warning track when Judge, Stanton, and Gary hit him. You know, clapping like, ooh, oh. Ellsbury gets up. Gardner, <laughs> Gardner was up before him. They were going crazy for Gardner. Gardner ended one round, and they were cheering for him so much. He did like the both hands above his head to double fist pump to the crowd. Like, yeah, kind of like in a joking <laughs> way. It was good. Ellsbury hits a home run. Dead silence. The video is on our Instagram, Talking Yanks. Yes. On our Instagram. It's also on Twitter, but. Go listen to it. Dead silence for a Jacoby home run. And I got to say, 
fuck those Yankee fans, man. I know that yes. I know that Ellsbury has a bad contract, and I know he's the lamest player. He call him Mister Boring, no personality. But if if you are cheering for pop flies for every other player in the group, and then Ellsbury is dead silence, not even a golf clap. Go fuck yourself, you petty assholes. That's, yes. That is so stupid. So stupid. I mean, if people are listening and they don't know I'm Team Jacoby by now, they're off their rocker. So, let I, me, let so me, let's, I always have to say this. I would have loved to see him waive his no-trade clause and open up salary space. I would love for him to play to the contract, the money he's getting, but he's not. But that was just so silly to go to spring training, batting practice, and be cheering your ass off for Gardner. Now, don't give Ellsbury the same amount of applause that any other guy gets. Absolutely not. I'm not saying go crazy for Ellsbury. But a fucking golf clap, something. If I was there, I would have been forced into going, Yeah, Jacoby! Because no one else was doing anything. It was was in bad taste. It's in bad taste. You know I'm Team Jacoby. If he didn't have that contract, he would still be a much value player, a very much value player on the team. And so I've, I've got to do something kind of podcasty for a second. I'm going to hype my home run article that I wrote today mm-hmm. or came out today. Wrote a home run article about the Yankees as a team chasing the all time home run teams. Check it out on Talking Yanks. Gotcha. But the reason I mentioned it and where Jacoby Ellsbury may land is that. So when you search teams through history and the way baseball reference sorts it, it puts whoever played the most innings or whoever played the most games or most innings at the position in that position. So I was looking at the all-time great lineups and, you know, Ken Griffey Jr., who's in center left, et cetera. For last year's Yankees, you know who's going to be remembered in time as the Yankees center fielder? Kobe Ellsbury. And guess what? His stats don't look that bad. 112 games. He had 22 steals, 264, 348 OBP, essentially the same numbers as Brett Gardner. Stop the Jacoby hate. If you're a fan of us, start Jacoby love. We get it. The contract's not great. If that comes off the books in whatever deal it is, good. It's probably good for the team. But as long as he's on the team, you support him. He's He's your family member that's going through a tough time right now. You support him. <laughs> okay? His contract's not great. His personality is non-existent. But he's family, but damn God it. God damn it. He wears pinstripes, you motherfuckers. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, and also, Thank just uh, one more quick quote, and that quick, quick comment, then we're leaving. Jacoby Ellsbury did exactly what you and I told Clint Frazier to do when they asked him about losing the center field job for the first time in his career. He's like, I got a lot of baseball left in me. I'm going to go out there. I'm going to try my hardest. I'm going to do my best. And I'm going to worry about what I can worry about. And you and I told Clint Frazier that he needs three lines just like that and then say it and walk away. And that's what the reporter said Jacoby Ellsbury did. They said he came, he said that, he walked away. That's what Clint needs to do. Shut your damn mouth. Anyway, this podcast was brought to you by AffordableJerseys.com. Forgot to say this at the beginning. If you're ready, if you're if you're like, I need a Brandon Drury jersey. I just need a Brandon Drury jersey. We'll wait until what number he has, and then that number will be put on the back of a jersey, and then it's probably the same number someone else in Yankees past has worn, and then you can claim that person if Brandon Drury is a bust, and you're like, no, 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 no. This wasn't a, a Drury. It's a uh, – it's 17 for whoever, and then – 
you're golden because Rookie, because affordable because affordable a day, I don't know because affordablejerseys.com doesn't put the names on the back of Yankees jerseys so they're reusable. You just got to hope someone new comes along. All the people that had Cano 24s and then Gary came along, that is a great deal. That's awesome. So go to affordablejerseys.com, $99, nameless Yankees jerseys, cool base from a majestic manufacturer. They uh they 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 are uh what makes this podcast work right now. And so do you guys. Thanks for listening. Jake, any final words? I was going to ask you. You got what what's what's your final thought on Brandon Drury? Needed to happen. It's good depth. Depth is never a bad thing, and it's experienced depth. All our depth beforehand was rookie. So, like, hey, if this rookie doesn't pan out, let's just put in this rookie, and hopefully he pans out. And then if he gets hurt, let's put in this rookie. Now it's like, okay, well, we have this guy who two years in a row, he's not uh, all-star, but he proved he can handle this the league and the pitching, and it's just a better depth than we had before. I like it. And it doesn't cost I, any I, money. Does he start 100 games this year? Yes. In my opinion, yes. Okay. Okay, I like it. All right, we'll be back. Uh, two podcasts today, obviously, I, or I might even throw this up Tuesday night if I can edit it quickly in time. And then the PPPs are back, and then full episodes on Mondays. When the season starts, we'll be doing two a day. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. This covers the Drury trade, and it acts as his PPP. Two a week. <laughs> Did I say two a day? Yeah. <laughs> Can't wait till we get to two a day. Maybe 2022, we'll go two a day. Yeah. Two days, baby, in a summer's heat. All right, thanks for listening. Bye, guys. Go Yankees. Go Cashman. Tell them, Grandma. Tell them, Grandma. Go Yankees.